Everybody, welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. This is Letterman Live. It is not a Monday. It's a true appetizer Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes. for Letterman Live, mm. brought to you by Roosters. That's uh, Jeremy Birmingham, Justin Zwick, and Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. Uh, we've got some <laughs> fried mushrooms going around, so mm. whenever you see this, go straight to Roosters. You can get a $2 basket of fried mushrooms. Mm. Um, all day long. All, all day. day. Dine-in only. Whenever you want. Dine-in only. I know that Berm is going to – he's got his own basket. He, right yeah, now. I mean, they had his name on it. They Can't wrote his name on it yeah, down there. As soon there. as we're done here, I will – going to put his face just, in it. Just eat, eat during the show. That's yeah. the way that people have oh, always done it. Jay-Z loves to get it. Yeah. Berm, are you more of a fan? Like, when you eat the mushrooms, you know, because they've got, like, the thin – Smaller shaft, sure. and then like the the girthier tip at the top. Which do you like to eat first? I'm not really a mushroom guy, Bob. Hmm. I don't not like, what I've heard. I don't like fungus. I'm not even sure that like, was the question. I don't like asking. fungus. Um, okay, I'm antifungal. Antifungal. Firm yeah. also apparently what stole the here? sign back in the Letterman Lounge, so feels naked back here. He needed he needed to go with the two he had at home. Like, I got to know what you must be doing with the basement, taking all of our stuff. Yeah. I want to be very clear. I haven't been here. Yeah, your weekend we plans didn't say last. anything about the I basement. I don't live in Columbus. The three of you do. If there's a likely you know culprit here, it's one of you. <laughs> Why would we have stolen? Why would I? I don't know. Because you're up in Michigan. You're trying to brand yourself to Ohio as, mu- as closely as you can. When people come to your house, you want, to, you want them to yes. see Ohio State stuff I have so they a, don't not I have like a, you. I have a very elaborate name, image, and likeness presentation that I give to people when they walk in my house. <laughs> Perfect. How's that working? Uh, not, great. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Maybe you should just get open doors. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's start, um, as we do every week now, with what's going on with Bob's Twitter feed. <laughs> Um, you know, not a ter- nothing, nothing crazy came from last week. I don't think we insulted the SEC nearly enough, okay. mm. or maybe who's or, your who's your fans? I guess that would- they're not watching. There's not enough of them yet. Yeah, that's uh, they uh, are a very vocal group, though. If you find one of them, they're they are steadfast. Well, really. because it's it's a little bit of Napoleon like mm-hmm. complex. Like, hey, we're good, and I'm going to acknowledge that. Now, historically, haven't been great. I mean, we got to go all the way back to Bill Mallory. You know, the last time that they were relevant and won a you know won a big I think won back to back Big Ten championships. 87, 88. Yeah, beat Ohio State two day, two years in a row. One for Bruce's last year, and then one to open the Cooper era. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a, it's a rough deal, but it hasn't happened again since. It has not happened again since. Although it's come close, all it's come close. All streaks are made to be broken. The longer it goes, the worse the team feels when it happens. Ask Justin mm-hmm. and I. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So an yep. easy week there. Uh, a great weekend. GZ would did get sunburned though. So that's a that's a negative. Sunburn. Yeah. It's good. Vitamin D is good for you. Got to soak in a little Coach, bit. You know, you feel the burn. It feels good when you go to get up in the Bobby morning and lift a little bit. Yeah. I, lo- I love like a musk like a workout <laughs> burn. And I thought I was like, okay, I'll put suns. I'll be outside for a little bit, do some yard work yesterday, and then put the sunscreen on a little later at the pool. And I probably waited a little too long, and then I reapplied again. But it was like, dude, it was late. I was chasing. I was at a casino chasing, borrowing money from friends, and there was nothing. And we, I'm always being a fairly fair-skinned fellow. I part of the like my uh, medicine cabinet or like drawers, whatever it is I've always carried like aloe in there, like 24. I need 365 days a year because you never know when a burn is going to come. Maybe a vacation, <laughs> maybe just a random sunny day maybe in like after March, Vegas. maybe after Vegas, who knows? <laughs> so I always have that to just that night throw on just the cool net, coolness to be able <laughs> to like, down. be able to sleep. And it was a, didn't have it. Somehow someone commandeered it from me. One of my kids probably probably burn, stole it. it might've been berm. He steals everything. So you never that, know when a berm is going to come. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you never know. That is true. So, yeah, uh, so I got that going, but did celebrate. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend, guys. I mean, you celebrate America, you commemorate yeah. our troops. I mean, that, it's really a deadly duo that you've got going there. I mean, it's, it's not just a long weekend. It's not just a long weekend. Remember yeah. that. I yes, mean, please. That's, uh, it's, uh, as Bill, Bill Belichick told us, is we'd come in um, 
and he Bill's like obviously he went to the uh his dad coached at the Naval Academy and he's obviously a big historian. I think he's maybe an economics major, but he loves, you know, America and American history. And he had all of our rookies stand up and we're like, not stand, he would stand them up. It was Dante Hightower's rookie year. And he said, what is, what is Memorial Day? And like, does he try to sit down next? And he just goes to the next guy. Um, oh gosh, Tavon, he was from Indiana or Illinois. He was a safety user. Tavon Wilson, our second round draft pick. And he's like, well, it's to celebrate. You don't celebrate Memorial Day. Sit down. And then like someone else, and he's like, since the public school system has failed you all so miserably, Kevin, who is our, our, our player development director, he's like, 6 a.m. tomorrow. Let's go over Memorial Day. And while we're at it, you know, and they go in the next day, go through it all, and like some of them are still struggling, using the term celebrate, no, no. What's the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day? Ah, like struggling use. Okay, Kevin, 6 a.m. tomorrow. And while we're at it, let's throw in the other, like, 12 national holidays that are recognized. <laughs> we're going to do this till we get it right. Like, it was amazing. Well, it's a good thing Ohio State has real-life Wednesdays now. So yeah, they do. prepared if they yeah. get drafted by the Patriots. Um, yeah, that's big time. Berm, it's, uh, it's June 1st. It should be a pretty quiet month around here, right? Mm. Thank God. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's already happening down the street. Uh, the, the recruits are already there. Uh, C.J. Hicks, the class of 2022 five-star linebacker, is in town. Uh, Luke Montgomery. Related to Jordan Hicks at all? No. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, Luke Montgomery, a, a potential top 50 player in the class of 2023. Uh, offensive lineman, defensive lineman is is visiting the WAC right now. So it's going to be all month, man, just uh, – Speaking of open doors, like that's going to be just a, a nonstop. Dude's now, oozing in official, and out. Dude's oozing these are official out. visits, right? Incorrect. Uh, no. Okay. Some. So some of them. CJ Hicks is there today on, on June 1st just to stop in and say hello. Okay. He's coming back for the weekend for his official visit along oh, with geez. 17 yeah. other guys um, for their official visits this weekend. Uh, Do they have any so space for more? Well, that's, I mean, there's a lot. Well, the yeah. numbers are. I'd like to get are, in. I only took four. I don't know. <laughs> I only took one. Bob's got one left. Actually, your eligibility has expired. But mm. I got a sneak. So it's good. Suspicion. So I'm not subjected to any rules. <laughs> and you won't be able to tell them where to go on campus anymore because it's all changed. I have a so. sneaking suspicion. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted in, they would allow you to walk through the doors. But um, and also camp is open tomorrow. Burma's right. really bearing yeah, the lead. God. So yeah. oh, so they opened it up. So now we are able to go to camps this Ooh, month. Nice. Which is great. Monroe so flexing the muscles again. So we'll <laughs> get you guys. Man, so we'll be there. Stuff done. We'll be able to be there tomorrow. There are five other camps the rest of the month. Uh, it's going to be very, very busy. The real important thing for for a lot of these kids is that Ohio State has over fifty official visits scheduled for June, which mm-hmm. a normal year they're scheduling like forty two or forty three total, and they're doing fifty in June. That's what's expected. But there's already been guys that have told me that their visit has been canceled, and most of the time that's going to happen from Ohio State side because they really don't want to to blow the proverbial load wattage. Oh, oh, oh no. Um in, in, he was scared to say it. <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to run out of, it of up for Bob. They only get 62 for the year, so yeah. they don't want mm-hmm. to, to, June use to be all, all of them in Also oh, there is a max of how many you yeah. can bring. I didn't send never knew that. that. Yeah. 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 So they you know they what have a number is that by the way. They don't yeah. know how you determine <laughs> well, it. It's, it's normally yeah. 56 and if you don't use the full 56 then you can carry over like the salary cap you got to carry over from You can carry over a maximum. That's how Alabama signs everybody. You can carry over a maximum of 6 from your year so uh it's mm. 62 is the max but uh they you know have already started to so since they didn't take anybody last year right. you, everyone everybody, will have the max everyone across the right. country has the max mm. so they've started to cancel already some of the trips that were in the back half of the month at positions that they know that they don't necessarily need to bring in a bunch of dudes so um it, it's going to be interesting this weekend will be very telling especially with the defensive backs because you have toriano pride uh, 
kind of the the top of the line guy left at cornerback, making his official. Where's he from? St. Louis. Uh, and then Let's you, ask his tattooist. And then you have uh, both Xavier Wampa and Zion Branch making official visits. Ooh, my guy from uh, your guy from Bishop Gorman. Bishop Gorman. So those are the two of the top three safeties in the country. Those two are both visiting this weekend. If the Buckeyes were able to like make magic happen and convince Toriano Pride, Xavier Wampa, and Zion Branch that they're all Buckeyes, then they would never they wouldn't recruit another defensive back this cycle. And then That's open great. Up some more official visits, right? So that they're kind of hoping that you know you can go out and hit a couple home runs, and and be able to take those visits that were scheduled for the last couple weeks of June and move them to the season because there's a lot of late developers that uh, you know are still coming down. So there. some got some growers as opposed to showers. Correct. Yes, I like that. That's uh, you want to put on the tape for that. Well, it's key. I mean, this is big. I mean, there's a lot of guys oozing in and out of the Woody Hayes right now. And so we're going to make sure that we're over there and Berm doesn't have to scour the parking lot like a lot lizard anymore. He can go in (laughs) and 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 actually actually see see the guys. Who's the most important one in June that you uh, think? Yes. I mean, they have to get an offensive line plan figured out for the month. I mean, in the class of 2022, that's the biggest thing. So Zach Rice, who's the country's number one ranked offensive tackle, is visiting this weekend, and he's one of the... Where's he from? He's from Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia. He's one of the three official visitors who are not... I'm sorry, there's five kids who are not committed to Ohio State that are visiting this weekend, and he's one of them. So you have Quinn Ewers coming into town. You've got... uh, mullet. Oh, that's big. How big do you think it is to have Quinn Ewers here... With, with the some of these line. other mm-hmm. uncommitted guys. Well, I mean, you know, you, you got, the best players want to play with the best players, and that's, you know, certainly... 1.0 ranking. Right. Quinn, highest of all time. Quinn is a very different type of guy. He's not really yeah. able to, or interested in, you know, buddying up uh, via text message and, and stuff like that. So DM slide? Right. He's not that guy, so it's very important for these Maybe not with you. To, well, maybe... Definitely not with me. Could be with other people. I don't know. Um, you know, it's an opportunity for these kids to get to know him. And the fact is, when you're the number one player in the country, your brand, you know, we're talking about name, image, and likeness. Like, it sells itself. Everyone knows who Quinn Ewers the is. The chops and a mullet. That's right. the brand. Everyone knows who Quinn Ewers is. And so uh, it's an opportunity for, for guys like that, for Zach Rice, for Zion Branch, for Xavier Wampa, the uncommitted guys that are coming <laughs> in this weekend, to really click with the um, 11 of the 12 commitments that will be here this weekend. That's like got to that. be big, yeah. I wasn't aware that there was any sort of, like, controversy about the way Ohio State scheduled this, but we got to talk got to talk to Mark Pantoni on Friday about the way they were doing it. He was asked, well, should you spread these out? Should you keep more for the season? Why are you bringing everybody, uh, as many people as you can, in on this first weekend? And, and Mark Pantoni said he viewed it as a reward because it's this dead period has been going on so long. This is the first opportunity for these guys. Let them come get that official visit experience and get some nice food and hang out and have all your expenses yeah. before and let the red carpet roll out. But I, it's interesting to me. Sounds and, pretty and you, sweet. You two went through this process. Like, can you go through it again? <laughs> It'd be weird you know, to go can, through maybe. it in the summer, though, don't the you think? The summer, that's what I was going to say. Like, 51 is that number. It, it could change, could more or less. We'll see. But it just seemed like there used to be so much emphasis on you got to take it so you can go see a, a game mm-hmm. and get that campus experience. And that doesn't really seem to be well, as prevalent. The thing that stinks about campus, like during the game or during the, the going to the game, and we're from here, so we've been to the game. Like I had been to Ohio State mm-hmm. games beforehand, so you knew what the experience was going to be like. Heck, I was there in 98 when they beat Michigan, like running down on the field and people digging up the turf before they dug down the stadium. Like I fully appreciated how passionate all these people were. The thing that I like, we took our visit. And it was after the semester was already done, or quarter. So there was really nobody here anyway, and it was cold. At least now it's warm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so for Southern guys, it's big. I was a huge advocate of trying to get guys in here like 
right around after spring ball. So there's still students on campus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when you can start the official visits, but get them here while there's actually people here. And the weather might actually be pretty nice yeah. getting these guys from the south because oh, in well, your in your mind, like, oh. San Antonio Holmes getting off the plane. Like, what the? Well, <laughs> the so, good well, thing they didn't come this, this weekend that, when it was 55 well, yeah, at the end of May. That's why in 2020 when the spring and summer official visits were permitted for the first time, everyone was scheduled for the spring. I mean, JT Tuomaloa was supposed to be here last spring for the spring game of 2020. So, you know, the, their goal is to get guys yeah. here at that mm-hmm. time. The summer – traditionally and i guess i say traditionally knowing it's only happened now the last three years is when they want the commitments to and their families to get together because that's when they're really trying to do the relationship oh, building it's called peer pressure bro right. we're gonna get that's why you said the 12 guys like hey if we have three or four oh, other yeah, guys that we sure. need to get let's get 12 dudes that are really put good them, yeah put them with them, those guys put them with these guys tell them how much you love it here and how great it is right. and then you get that like communal feeling where it's I kind of like these guys, yeah. and they're putting the heat on you to get to be a part of this, and that's that's a big deal. And you get to see the quality of the guys that you're around. And the, yep. I mean, they, they do a pretty good job, Berman. I mean, you've done this for a long time here, Ryan. I mean, our, you know, Urban started to do it, you know, a lot more at the end. He was very, pretty good the majority of his time here, but like recruiting high quality individuals. Like, man, I, I go over there. There's not really any guys I'd call scumbags on the team, and there are dudes that Jay Z and I played oh, with that I would not leave in my living room by, without me there. <laughs> ten, ten years ago, that was a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. just really not anymore. I mean, I talk about it all the time to the point where I think some of our readers or watchers like think I'm a broken record, but it really is a great group of people. Like, yeah. and so the summer visits and this weekend, you're going to have uh, aside from the number one ranked offensive tackle and Zach Rice, you have the number two and three ranked safeties in Wanpa and Zion Branch, and then you have a five star defensive end and omari abor from uh, duncanville texas so you know this is a this is this is a bond weekend you know Mm -hmm. this is they want all of the commits all their families the guys to kind of ooze on each other there and kind of create one big right one big group right they want seems to be the word of the day (laughs) so oozing so you know what else you come in those fried mushrooms if you come in and say ooze here on appetite mozzarella stick was oozing when i bit into it Two-dollar fried mushrooms for anyone who says oozing mm. today. Um, these these camps, uh, Jay Z, Bob. How much camp life was there for you guys in the summer compared to what it is now? Like I, I didn't do many camps uh, coming through. Uh, we, five star coach. Yeah, I mean we show up and walk around. Yeah, <laughs> we did a team camp. We went down to West Virginia as a team. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went through different things down there and then ended with a big seven on seven tournament. And we would go down to Kentucky as. Were a you team. already committed at that point? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Did uh, what's his name, Rich? Uh, oh, Rich Rod. Did he try to talk to you at no, all? No, he didn't try. Oh, really? That's disappointing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He wasn't that style of quarterback. No, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a guy that he would want White. to uh, necessarily be on his team. But you know, those were the camps we did. I, I think I came down to Ohio State one day for a day camp, and I joined uh, Brookhaven, and I was their quarterback, and it was awesome because they were freakishly athletic. <laughs> and uh, you know, so we you know we had some fun then. But I didn't do any other camps. I didn't. Other than Elite 11, which was a you know a special thing, yep. and that was kind of back before that was that really started. blew up. Yeah. yeah, so I mean it was one of the first classes, but uh, you know I didn't do anything else. We just kind of played, I did, played I, ball. And, I had to grind out, man. I'm going to Miami, Ohio, senior day. You know, senior grind camp out. And, listen to this guy. and go to these grind out. Camp. Yeah, this is the I came here my freshman year. You know they didn't have. This is how they used to do the seven on sevens. They would literally just line you up. In like linebacker, they count guys off like all right, and then you go to the next line. So I was one of the end of the linebackers, and we had more linebackers than defensive backs. And I had played safety the year before. We only had one safety, we had, we had two safeties in one corner. I think and they looked. They're like, 
dude, we need to know. Like, I'm like, all right, I, can, go I, can, I can do that. And I actually ended up working out well because I see Coach Puggish like, what the heck are you doing out here? I'm like, dude, we don't have – people are like, look at the rest of the guys. Like, okay, fair enough. Like, <laughs> go out there. So I can cover 95% of these guys. Now the elite dudes that were coming here, not not a chance. But I was a lot thinner then too. But you be able to run around. And one, of, it's amazing. One of the linebackers on my team – played with jay-z and all he did was tell me how great he was the whole time no, <laughs> he's like dude he's got this mustang it's so sweet he's a five-star dude i'm dead serious i've never told i don't you even think five stars are he goes dude good. look at him he's like you see him over there like tresses over there like hugging on him and they're all like yeah man they don't even know who i am over here like uh, i'm just yeah. trying my Tress best was hugging on him because no of the way. relationship with the family yeah with jared family now. yeah my brother at youngstown like, dude, he's he was got, hugging us saying he's got I, a vanity plate and everything i think i think rich rod actually paid for that mustang if I'm not mistaken, it may uh, have been. It may have been. Pretty the sure the old 1996 but GT. Get I'm pretty out sure here. Jared had a van. I mean, we were. Yeah, Jared had the other irony is then one of my sweet mates were standing in Moral Tower. One of my sweet mates is Doug. Oh, and so yeah. that later becomes my freshman yeah, roommate freshman at Ohio roommate. State, and like that was just complete randomness. Like I don't think that there was any anything going on there because neither one of us were like on any type of radar then at that point. That was like mm-hmm. my sophomore year. Then my junior year, they started pulling guys out and doing. You know, a little different seven-on-seven seven stuff. It was like they just grab guys off teams, like find someone else for them, <laughs> go over on this field and do it. Like it was kind of, I told somebody, let's ratchet up. Like that's a tryout. You're looking around like, am I better than these guys? Am I worse? Like, okay. And then finally, I got, Ohio State ended up being my first offer my going into my junior year. And I'll never forget Bill, old wild Bill Conley. Like, oh, yeah. He grabbed me like after the seven-on-seven seven stuff the one night, puts his arm around me. He's like, Bobby, come here. And like we're walking along the indoor away from the away from the, the locker room walking from towards lane avenue walking towards olin tangy he gets to the 50 and he's like talking about this and how's your dad how's this i mean probably had done some research at that oh, point he's I, good yeah and he turns and looks and like looks around at everything he's like look at all these guys like he's what's it gonna take to make <laughs> you a bucket to take you to, to make you <laughs> to a buckeye you, what's I'm it like, gonna take to get you in a buckeye uniform I mean, today uh, i was like man this, this literally is almost like a parody this is something you do see in the movies what's it gonna take to make you a buy? i'm like wayne newton right here selling me uh, on this thing that's great and i'll never forget that it was my first offer i didn't know how to respond i'm like i, I mean okay, thanks that, that, that's awesome guy to talk to my parents yeah yeah go home talk to robin Susie about it you know really get comfortable your mom went here right yeah that's right you know back in 76 i mean had all this information i'm like was swimmer, like, right yeah, reading off yeah, his, yeah. His, <laughs> scribble it down on his hand i'm like dude you didn't even know who i was before uh, this camp started, before this camp started. <laughs> pug did and then the other irony Crazy with that was him. pug knew who i was i got there to camp i'd come the year before and I like you used to pay a deposit this is before the internet dude yeah. like now you just pay oh, like, gosh. like you'd send in checks and I don't know if my mom didn't send the check or forgot to, but I'd pay like the initial deposit and I go up there like, dude, you still like $150. I'm like, I don't have any money on me. Yeah, I didn't come up here with cash. I'm I'm 16 years old. I have 20 bucks for the commissary at night. Like, I can give you that. (laughs) They're like, no. And Puck's like, you're good, dude. Like, we'll figure it out later. And like, they just pushed it through, which probably looking looking back, I don't know if we ever paid that $150. Statute of limitations Uh, has expired, but now we know. Oh, boy. That's how they got Bob. That's how I had to come here, or they said they were going to tell me I'd be ineligible. (laughs) And then then Bob asked, well, what will this do for my brand? Exactly. How are you going to? So we've got this. There's a thing called an app. And one day it'll be on a phone. I'm like, you mean does my wall? You'll carry in your pocket. <laughs> it's gonna be stronger than a computer. Will I fly on a? Will I be flying in a car at this point too? I mean, <laughs> almost connect with the world. Yeah. It, Berm, uh, Bob dropped in there like that. How they've become more of a tryout. So for anyone who doesn't know what these five camps might be like yeah. this month, 
What does Ohio State want to get accomplished? Is Why there a limit of kids that can be at these camps? They have a they have a number. I, I don't know what it is this year. Okay. In past years, I mean, there's been 500, 600 yeah, kids at, a, at, at a one day camp. I'm sure that that's limited. They were they said that they were going to be able to have pods of 25 kids. I thought it was 10. They upped it to 25. That, Pantone said last week it was 25. Well, the university will be really opening it up. By tomorrow, it'll be 50. Somebody must have told them that tomorrow was June 2nd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you What are you guys doing? We're we're free now. Yeah, but basically really. these sort of events i mean they they open them up for open registration because they want everyone to be able to uh, attend but they also have a handful of kids that they know are coming and those kids will be pulled out and work with the individual coaches and, and they get work scholarships in, like work in smaller it. groups um and, and to really get an opportunity to work with you know larry johnson for example christian mm-hmm. miller defensive end from georgia defensive end defensive tackle from georgia is coming up tomorrow he's making an official visit at the end of the month but you can't work out on your official visits, and so he's coming up just to work out with Larry Johnson tomorrow to get an opportunity to see how he coaches. Tell Bob it, this amazing rule because I want to, uh, if he hasn't heard it, just so the for, NCAA bureaucracy. So for the class of right 2022, here. for the kids who have not had any opportunity to work out or be evaluated in the yeah. last year and a half, they are allowed to come up on their own dime and work out for an hour with the coach individually, okay. not in a group setting, not with multiple players. Not part of a camp. Like not part of a camp. So – and. So Christian Miller tomorrow will do that. But then when he's on his official visit in three weeks, he's not allowed to work out. Of course. I mean, why would you want – because then he would – You want to it, make him spend his yeah, own money to here to work out with him. I think this is part of the economic recovery plan. We <laughs> need as much <laughs> Just money being poured in. We're going to make them pay. Like That's uh, that's one of the things that's I've That's a never, kid coming up from Atlanta. Yeah. It's like we got to pay for him in three weeks, so make him pay now. I've oh, never like, understood. Like why, why? I don't understand why they shouldn't be able to do that on an official because the school is – Well, they weren't allowed to pay for your parents' flights at first. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. – You just took one – like. My dad went to North Carolina with me. Like, all right, we can pay for yours, but not your dad's. I'm like, that's is that real? And they're like, like, what do parents do? Like, I'm like, we didn't have a ton, but I'm like, gosh, there's got to be people that that's. I mean, that's oh, financially yeah. you, tough. Fortunately, you were driving here. Yeah. You well, know. and I well, the best part was is they would be able to give you per diem to drive, right. and so I drove to Michigan State. I drove here. I tried to talk my parents into driving. Maybe I did drive to Northwestern too. I'm like, I started. I went on MapQuest on the on the computer, printed, printed them out, and I, I, I got the mileage of like 180 bucks. Google Maps. It was like whatever, how many hundred miles? I'm like, perfect. I get like 60 cents or whatever the heck. That's how Bob was mile. getting paid before. He hey got, man, yeah. I like Michigan State tried to give it to my parents. Like, <laughs> this is for them. Like, give me that. Like, yeah. I'm more, I worked hard for this. I'm getting this. My parents forget it. They're paying for the gas anyway. I'm taking. What this was 17 year old Bob Carpenter driving? To East Lansing from. Oh, dude, I drove. I had a blue Ford Taurus. I had my freshman year, too. It was my mom's old car. It was awesome. Yeah. It actually got good mileage that you. No, it wasn't bad. But then you. The old Ford Taurus was hot back then. The bench seat, dude, you could fit a lot of people in there. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty fantastic. That seat Sounds down. like you did have more than twenty dollars in commissary in your wallet when you headed down to. Uh, uh, no, no, this was all the visit stuff was all afterwards, man. I wish I would have known. Oh, we are my, really unpeeling uh, the onion. Here. I was <laughs> taking another visit. Didn't realize you got point. so much money before you went yeah. to college, Bob. Jeez. I say so much. It was like seventy dollars. <laughs> Five star over here. <laughs> So this will be great. I can use to buy my girlfriend a Christmas present. That's 100% what was going through my head. I'm like, I don't have to worry about trying to figure out how I'm going to scrape up like 50 bucks to buy a Christmas present for my girlfriend. Right there. Here we go. These are the stories that you can't get anywhere else. We're going to take a quick break. Broom's going to eat some more fried mushrooms on Appetizer Tuesday. We'll be right back with more Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. 
Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back in to Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. Uh, come in for Appetizer Tuesday. It's fried mushrooms. Don't miss it. Bob's working up a jingle for it as we speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is just put the Alice and James Roosters on. I mean, that's that's it. Did, yeah. You, did you ever imagine that that would just like be did passed ever, along to you? From I didn't, and I like just absorbed all of Schlage's responsibility for life <laughs> when he laughed. He like just... Literally, it was like up and vanished like a fart in the wind. Andy Dufresne just poof, poof gone. Poof, David Copperfield. Poof, poof, David Copperfield. I told Shark, I was like, hey, record a lot of Schlegs' craziness today. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is his last show. And it was on Friday. And then, hey, Monday, they're okay. Schlegs is going to be like, gone. He's going to. I'm pretty sure. Like a, like a two week. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we've been talking about this. And yeah, we know think, he's out here. I think he has a flight down to Florida afterwards. <laughs> he's on that private jet with the cons. Uh, uh Urban made quite the little appearance over the weekend. I don't know if you the guys biggest saw fail was the fact that Schlegel was not in that. By how the way, yes, yeah, how did yeah, that I mean, happen? How do you have a wrestling promo with Urban and Charlie Strong and not have like, Schlegel coming off of to uh, the yeah! cable or something? I Surely mean, yeah. the cons have like seen Schlegel's work by now, and like they're they're the ones that own AEW, they own the Jaguars, so they've got Urban to do a number of things. You know, for the pay per view on Sunday, that Urban's probably agreed to do some things he never thought he'd do. And before. He, he's yeah, he's been talking all wrapped up like, into that big salary. <laughs> Saying he's, you know, the more you can do is what he's been more, saying. Hey, that's right. It's like Bill Parcells. Hey, so, how, how many plays can you give me? It's perfect. But there's missing such a huge opportunity yeah, because now yeah. they've got Schlegs under contract, and he will do anything. He would. He could become. They could. They should have fired that, that video of him. Which, by the way, I just saw the the Washington Wizards dude who took down the guy. That's, no, that was that's the closest thing. Well, it's the closest thing I've seen to yeah, Schlegs. Well, fair. I mean, most of those guys struggle around. They can't even catch them. So <laughs> they could fire that video of Schlegs and then boom, caffeinated and dominate. Woo! Just come running out like Macho Man. Pearl snap, cutoffs, be, uh, jeans, tearaway jeans with some sort of denim, like <laughs> Daisy Dukes underneath with his cheeks hanging out. Yeah. Cowboy hat and his uh, work carts and his work boot. Like, it'll be instead amazing. Of, instead of beer like Stone uh, Cold, it'd be Jaguar juice. Yeah, exactly. Be, uh, wow. Ah. Uh, we've, we've really gone there. <laughs> it would, I don't know. Believe me, if I was him, like, dude, we'll Schlegel give you some more perfect. cash. Yeah. You can be our promo. Well, yeah, yeah. We want you in this. Firm, this is Letterman. He's an, we, we ooze everywhere. He's an NFL strength coach. He only works two days a week. Be a wrestler oh, five other days a week. I think Urban oh. kind of told him that. Like, I mean, dude, you work like seven months a yeah. year. Like, I mean, you got time, right? Plenty of time to become a, hey, a professional them, wrestler. They had all 90 dudes at their OTAs down there. So I know Schlegs was super pumped. Oh, they had great, great participation. And, uh, that's big, man. They're going and getting after it. I've really, always been a Jaguars fan. I really never thought that I would see Urban Meyer on a pro wrestling pay-per-view before Schlegs. Exactly. <laughs> if anyone had that yeah. prop bet, they would cash that ticket and won a bazillion dollars. I mean, and you've got, like, you could have been on it. AJ Hawk, he's already he's actually already been, just on, been on one. Yeah. Did NXT, uh, but Schlegs, I mean, you guys, Laurinaitis, obviously. But no, Urban's just jumping right up there. Him and Charlie Strong, that was the weird part. Like, yeah. Just happened to have two footballs in right here. Go ahead and fire them. I don't think Charlie skin. Strong has done much acting in his life. I don't know. If Charlie he... Strong looks the part. I don't know if he's got the mentality to be able to, to be the pro wrestler. That's the thing. Schlegs combines yes, them. Yes, he does. Maybe Great the problem is Schlegs would have 
taken, taken like, over the spotlight. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Jericho's <laughs> over there trying to, you know, he's a wild card. Maybe he body slams one of the wrestlers. You know, like whoa, whoa, this wasn't in the script. Yeah, cool. I mean, I don't think they're they have scripts, oh. but <laughs> it is definitely unscripted and yeah, real for sure. Real, yeah, sports. I didn't mean Sprott. to say that. That's a different audience now that's going to be hopping into Jay Z's ah, next week boy. when the pro wrestling audience oh. gets in the mix. When there. did you yeah. stop watching pro wrestling? I never really watched it a lot to begin with. I mean, I, oh. I would tepidly kind of see it a little bit sporadically growing up, and one of my friends got like a SummerSlam, one of those things. We went and watched that when I was probably in pay-per-view. seventh grade, pay-per-view, and that was like mm-hmm. a big party we had. But I, I was never like super into it. I knew all the guys, and we yeah. played the video games and stuff, but you know, I was never live or die. And once my dad's like, dude, that's fake. I'm like, come on. He's like, you hit another human being in the face with a chair. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it hurts. He's like, you're not matter, getting yeah. back up. He's like, look how big those guys are. I'm well, like, that's a good point. And he's like, it hurts no matter what. Well, I'm that's, sure. that's the thing. He's like, it hurts all the same, even yeah. if they've been pre-cut a little bit. And those dudes get the crap beat out of them. Like, no doubt. That is not an industry that, oh. after talking to like James's dad, I'm like, yeah, that's like playing a football game every other day, except they don't really take care of you afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's no rehab. No, they're playing like 200, 200 games a year. I mean, they just they never stop. Yeah, they don't travel stop. And- oh, Monday Night Raw used to be the, the show back in the day, Yeah, like freshman year high school. Yeah, I guess. We used to watch that all the time. Yeah, they made a lot of stops in Casper, Wyoming. So <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I've never been to one live. Oh, it's it's a wild scene. I missed out on that. When James was a freshman, I think they took all the fre- they took his class down. They, took they, came, his, they came to Columbus yeah. and you know, we're all upperclassmen like, Oh, that'd be awesome. And he took all of his freshmen. He did take uh I'm sure AJ Mark he took the like three or four of the linebackers one yeah. time. We had to go backstage. It was pretty cool. Like sure. I was down in Cincinnati. It was sad though seeing like Ted DiBiase is like a stagehand in the back and like a choreographer. I'm like, dude, like this is in my mind. I mean, you're a million dollar man. Dude. Yeah. You're, you're living. You're living in yeah. some some mansion somewhere now. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody, like, everybody's got a price, Bob. James will tell you most of those guys didn't make, make as much as you thought, and they spent way more than they ever <laughs> you ever thought they made. And so ultimately, when you're 60 years old and you're all like a like a uh, why they wrestle until exactly. they're 70 years old. You, your body looks like a deflated balloon that's like yeah. been over tanned and over baked, and now you're back here like tossing guys the chairs and being the backup dude. It's the Undertaker's it's still going strong, I think. Oh yeah, still fighting people. No, he. I think oh, he just retired, right? No, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you ever retired quite a few times. I don't know how this deviated all of a sudden went to the straight <laughs> well, so wrestling. I, I got it out of order. I took us off the rails to start the second segment. Yeah, instead of end. Well. So, did you ever when see? We talk about tight ends. Did you ever see the ultimate <laughs> the ultimate Warriors training uh, show that he had? I did not. Oh, I dude, we'll got to pull this up on YouTube afterwards. It's a perfect segue though, because Cade Stover would be the yes. wrestler. Would be there the best. we go. Okay. Do we roster. think that he would be the best pro wrestler on the? Oh, roster? without question. Okay. He, he he'd have some farm shtick. It'd be great. <laughs> so like, well, basically, two point oh. I guess I have. Although I think Mitch Rossi, I mean, if we're staying in the tight end room, especially because Rossi's kind of nuts. So I mean, you, you have be a little nuts. You have uh, a little bit of an advantage there, but Kate Stover is the natural choice, I think. Hmm. hmm. Well, you need a big personality. He doesn't quite maybe have that. Does he have? That's the one thing I don't yes, know about he Kate. He, oh, does. he does. No, he does. He does. He just you don't. He's not the type of kid who wants people to know that until he does something on the football field. You know, he wait, he's not going to promote himself before he actually so has he actually substance does something? Yeah, man, Correct. what an idea. Has he ever met Tate Martell? I believe <laughs> he has not. Okay. I don't think they'd get along. They're not, <laughs> yeah, they're not cut from the same cloth. <laughs> no. Put Tate out there, a little high flyer, some doing some luchador moves out there. Maybe he could be a pro wrestler. He's got the personality. Could you get him out of the portal? Is WWE recruiting <laughs> the portal? Hey, he, li- he lives in I'll that take him from boy. anywhere. That's perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so it is tight ends week. 
as Berm successfully segued us to with Cade Stover. Got to replace two NFL guys. I don't know how long Jake Houseman will stay in the NFL, but he's he's got his shot with the Lions. And uh, speaking of those Jaguars, you've got Luke Farrell down there. Jeremy Ruckert comes back, and then a bunch of talented, versatile, but inexperienced guys. What it, how much should uh, this tight end group factor in for the Buckeyes, Bob? Well, I think it's going to factor in a ton, as you saw last year in the semifinal game when mm-hmm. finally, like, okay, it was amazing. Ryan, this is why I love him as a coach. Very, very smart guy. Where did Ohio State struggle against Clemson the year before? In the red zone. Couldn't get it done. They get all the way yeah. down there. Couldn't do it. Who is usually never guarded in the red zone, especially when you can run the football that well and you have great receivers? Mm-hmm. And Clemson is the tight end always open. Well, they, it's uh, they're open Typically, a lot. Yeah. They're open a lot. Tim May will tell you the tight the tight end, especially when they do the old well, fall down and they you know get back up. And, oh, you know those are the best. But they have had athletic they have athletic tight ends like Luke Farrell is incredibly underrated as an athlete in his ability to run. And then obviously Ruckert's a tremendous athlete. And so like hey, we'll utilize those guys there. And so it's a huge weapon, especially when you're starting to break in a younger quarterback. Because Jay Z will tell you it's the easiest pass to throw on the field because it's right down the middle and you're not driving it. 45 yards to go 10 on the sideline like you can throw that thing 15 it's right there on an in cut and you usually have an athletic advantage and when you can run the ball like Ohio State can you'll be pulling guys up all the time and one more thing about Houseman I forgot that he went to the Lions when your head coach is a former player of your position and just kind of known as a tough guy yeah uh, I would say Houseman has a fairly decent yeah. shot to make that team because yeah. I know Dan he knew Campbell, who he was getting when he he's going to lobby to get probably four tight ends there. And if you have a dude that's just tough and willing to block and bite kneecaps oh, and after, all that after stuff. After watching his press <laughs> conference, yes. yeah, no doubt about it. We'll take that guy. Like, yeah. Sure, you don't want to keep him wide out? No, I want that guy. We want a culture and a toughness. So he might he might stick around a little bit more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's at least on P-Squad just simply for what he brings to the locker room. But do we think the guys we have coming up – can replace that because you know when I think of those two guys, I think good blockers they can be in at any time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't see Rucker being a huge, huge blocker, right? G. Scott's not going to be a blocker. He's going to be somebody that's going to get out and get downfield as a tight end. Is Stover the big blocker? I mean, because we got to have guys want, we can get in there where people. I mean, like, he wants to hit people for but sure. But you know, to his, to what Bobby was talking about, we got to be able to run the ball with these guys in in the game. Yeah. So we need guys that can block, you know, to set up that, all right, now we're going behind you or we're going to, you know, run some play action. Yeah, so, I mean, it depends on exactly how you're looking to fill it because I think what you've got on this group now is more versatility than what maybe Hausman could have provided. Mm -hmm. So you've got some other people to name there, which is, you know, Corey Rowell, who transferred in, uh, was a walk-on initially, I think, when he got here. Mitch Rossi, as Berm said, the wild man. You know that he's doing some of the fullback stuff. Ohio State's already put him in those positions over the last couple of years. Royer's in that same Ruckert mold, so you're going to ask the same question about mm-hmm. how quickly he can develop as a blocker. I mean, Cade Stover, I think you could ask him to do anything on the football field, and he would will he would go 110 miles an hour and yeah. get it done. I don't worry much about him from the physical aspect. G. Scott's interesting because he, I think, I think Brian Hartline would have considered him the best blocker that he had last year, even as a true freshman. So I know it's not the same to do it yeah, on the I mean, edge yeah. as you do at a tight end, but you know, being willing is a big piece of it, though. Yeah, no doubt. There are guys who just don't really want to do it, and you even see that in the NFL. Yeah, and, and they're not going to ask you to necessarily take the best defensive end and block him one on one, you yeah. know, for you know a seven step <laughs> drop. You know, they're going to be out in the route, but you need to be able to give give a guy a shoulder or do something to you know kind of help that offensive line along in the run game. And that's that's the big question mark for me is you know how do you incorporate these guys into your offense when you know we're not sure that they're going to be able to get the job done 
you know, on, on the blocking schemes or well, this or that. If they can't, they won't be on the well, they'll find They'll find out during camp. Ohio State's got a pretty good defensive line, yeah. oh, good yeah. DNs. And so as they kind of ooze Stover into there, into the tight end room, like I think he will end up being their, you know, kind of blocking. The blocking tight end, blocking and you'll put Ruckert behind him. You'll yeah, move yeah. Ruck. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Kate can go catch balls, too, and I think he'll be the possession, you know, tight end receiver as well. But, you know, they've got, you know, G. Scott. They can have a lot of different looks. Kate might be the guy you – Post in the middle, yes. right in front of the quarterback, you know, and then you kind of have other guys, you know, read off of that. So it'll just be interesting to see how they use these guys and, you know, who steps up. And, you know, missing spring last year was huge, you know, for younger guys getting that experience. But, you know, this summer and, you know, going into camp, like Bob said, our defensive line is going to be, it's going to test them. The tight end room this year is much more athletic than it's been mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I mean, not Luke Farrell, as, I, as Bob said, is one of the most underrated players on the team. And I think you're going to miss him a lot. But when you replace Farrell and Houseman with Cade Stover, with G. Scott, with Sam Hart, with Joe Royer, you have a lot more athleticism in that, at the position, but you do lose some beef. And so I wonder if you'll see Ohio State maybe look – because Where's the beef? Houseman really only saw the field in that inside the in five the, yeah. you know, type. Maybe you go unbalanced with the line. You have a ton of offensive linemen. Maybe you bring someone else and just run a, a sixth offensive lineman out there in that spot because that's what Houseman was essentially anyway, mm-hmm. was a glorified – um, extra tackles. So I think that there's just a lot of different ways to play it. But for young quarterbacks, especially as again, Bob said, like that's going to be a safety valve for CJ Stroud, for Kyle McCord, for Jack Miller all year long. So Jeremy Ruckert should have a monster year. And, you think? I mean, he really should. I know it's Ohio State. I know it's Ohio State. It's, I mean, this is our, our, our conversation every offseason. And I don't. I just don't think that the numbers are going to change that much because you're still going down the list. Yeah, you still got a saying, lot of other players. <laughs> you hey, have all hey, two, well, man. Hey, that end, hey, I mean, most uncovered guy on the field. I mean, <laughs> it's from perspective's sake, right? 30, 30, 35 catches is a monster year for an Ohio State tight end. So I think you're looking at him being that guy that could be the third option for Ohio State outside of Olave and Wilson. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba would have something to say about Ooh, that. Ooh, snap. I think a lot of guys. And you also gonna, have to I mean, factor in you know, the running backs. Running back. that's, that's always the conversation that we have. So it's not the first time Worms heard me say or write this. It won't be the last time. Austin just, hates tight ends. I I think the tight ends are great. I think they sh- they're it's better great. than a loose end. Wonderful, that's a great point. Wonderful weapons in the red zone. But if you're asking them to to build this most explosive offense in the country, you don't do that based around throwing it to the tight end. When you have those, tell that to Kyle play. Pitts, buddy. I, I mean, does he want to have that conversation with me? I didn't know that he was interested. <laughs> Maybe. I, He's going to need something to do in Atlanta when Julio gets But he wasn't really playing tight end. (laughs) Yeah, he was just a big wideout. I would say this, though. If you look at the offenses in the NFL, the best passing offenses you're going to find, obviously they have good quarterbacks, but a lot of those also have elite tight ends. They all use the tight end better than anybody else. Yeah, if you look at you know Travis Kelsey, what he's doing and uh, what he does at Kansas City, you look out at uh, San Francisco and what... um, What? Kittle, Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, Tom Brady's all Kittle's doing. Yeah, like, I mean, they've always found a way. Tom loves him in Tampa. I mean, they find a way to use it. And that's the one thing with Ryan, his NFL background. You know, I feel like he's kind of evolving this offense as he goes. And he's a guy who in the NFL, a lot of times, you have to figure out what do I have and then build mm-hmm. build kind of our play structure. This is kind of what we do. But, hey, if we've got a really elite guy at this position, how do we get them involved? So I, I would imagine with Jeremy Rucker and what he's able to provide – that they'll try to start pushing him more up the middle of the field and utilize some of that ability. And I know coaches don't like to play the promise game, and, and nobody wants to say, oh, well, Jeremy Rucker came back because he was promised a bigger role in the offense. But I, I would imagine there was some conversation about, hey, Jeremy, you're going to be a central part of this offense, and that's why we need you to come back. 
Um, certainly, that could be said, and then he doesn't get the football because they needed him to come back. But I think you will see an effort to at least make that a, a priority. But that, and that's also, you know, a question of how much what what that role needs to look like because I think Kevin Wilson was talking about Farrell and Ruckert playing more snaps, you know, seven hundred plus snaps than anybody other than the offensive lineman on on the team last year. Like they built around their tight ends, they just don't throw it to him that much. So he can't be on the field more. He's already one of the most mm-hmm. important people on the roster. And if you're going to start talking about sending him down the middle of the field. You got a guy who just moved over to tight end, G. Scott, who's going to be faster and probably a little bit more athletic to go up and make plays. So, are you moving him out to try and get some more depth there? It's going to be tough. I was talking to buddies today. It's just, I thought we were doing running backs. So, I'm like, who's going to be our guy? <laughs> and it's just like, you name off all these different guys. It's like, golly, like, there, there's so many athletes on this team. It's so hard to pick and choose. And being a coach, it's a great problem to have, but where would it's a problem, though, because how do where, you get Where would guys? Ben Hartsock fall athletically amongst this group, Bob, as someone who's seen them in person? Um, Ben's a better athlete than people think. Like He just didn't have great top-end speed. Yeah. As far as a route runner, really good. He was obviously a tremendous blocker, but he had really good hands. Mm. We just never threw him the ball. Like We didn't really – just was he knows, like – our tight end route tree was consistent of like Why, a five shallow? yard stick, yeah. a shallow, and then the home route. The home right? route yeah, home, yeah, the home was, route. Yeah, your shallow, and that's basically what what they ran for the most part. That, like a glorified check down, yeah. and then like a shallow yeah. crosser. Like, that's all right, all you're gonna go shallow. You're gonna go dig. Whatever happens. So I think Hartsock athletically, probably around, probably around, yeah, like not great top end, but good 10, 15 yeah, yards yeah. could go. Um, for a big guy, for a big dude, like I would say, obviously not as athletic as Rucker or Scott, but he's probably with Stover yeah. right there. I mean, he he could move well. well and he enough. was a guy that could be on the field the entire game yeah. too, because I mean, he, he was big, big body. He could block. He you know he he was in on. He had the catch at, most at, of those at runs. Purdue, right? The one that before uh, Jenkins had the game. Yeah, he had a big one over the middle. I think. It got us to fourth and two. It was well, like then third. Then it was wide shallow. Like third, it was like third and eleven or something. Wide shallow go. It was like third and fourth 11. and two. <laughs> that, the, the fourth and two was supposed to go yeah, to him. Yeah, go to him to get on the wide shallow. Yeah, back to back to our route three again. One of, one of three options. <laughs> one yeah. of the three. Yeah. Options. <laughs> exactly. Could he have been a professional wrestler though? I guess that's a kind definitely of for uh, maybe. He, he had the he had the personality. He had the charisma. He was a little crazy. Yeah. I don't know if he could have ever been one of the pro wrestling villains. He would have had to be oh, a, a, a nice a guy. Dude, yeah. He's a sure. he's he's awesome. He's white hat, not black hat, all day. <laughs> Faces and heels, Bob. Get get the lingo right. Um, Faces and heels. Now now we've gone back off the rails. It's been a, a great to get back in here. A true appetizer Tuesday. Mm. Come to mm. Roosters every week for two dollar yes. appetizers. Uh, recruiting is heating up. Berm's going to have plenty of coverage coming. Uh, basically every day this month. Uh, this is what he's <laughs> yeah. been waiting for. Yeah. That interminable. Yeah, I saw well, coaches aren't going to sleep much this month. Neither are you. Yeah, I, mean, I had a whole lot of days off. The last sixteen yeah. months, Berm had been doing crap. He's, time, yeah. is, time to go out and get it. He's first, been first day out. He's been begging for it. So now it all comes right at once. <laughs> no. I think that's the way Pantoni described well, it. It was like twenty-two months of recruiting boiled yeah. down into one. Well, a lot of times month. it kind of oozes into at more of a medium pace. Mm. This is more like just an explosion in his face, like a fire hydrant right there. And that's a good way to end it. It's yeah. been Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. That's Berm, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. Some of us will be here next week. Some of us won't, but the, the show will continue. Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. Stay with us for full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes at LettermanRow.com.